Emma May Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. much. Welcome to the Have You Heard podcast. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins and I'm stoked to have you here. Y'all are so loved. You're so valued. You're so significant. And I pray you're having the most fantastic day, the most stellar week ever. Y'all, we're talking about grace today and I'm so, so excited. So without further ado, faith comes by hearing. So grab your headphones and let's get into the word. To start off, I really want to just share the definition of grace since the title is What is Grace? (laughs) According to the Google, the definition of grace is the free, unmerited favor of God. It's getting what you don't deserve and simply what you cannot earn. And whenever Paul talks about grace, um, he uses the word charis in Romans and in Ephesians. And in that translation, it means the state of kindness and favor towards someone. So whenever we're talking about grace today, friends, it's a gift that is freely given. You cannot earn it. You cannot deserve it. It is a state of kindness and favor that is unmerited. And I think what's so powerful though and important for us to grasp before we go even more into um, what grace is and what it looks like to live grace out, it's very important to acknowledge where we are without grace. It's so important to understand what our position is before the Lord on our own without this free gift of kindness and favor. Because without this free gift of kindness and favor from the Lord, y'all, we are done for. Because none of us are perfect. Not a single one of us can be good enough on our own to make our way back into relationship with the Lord. Because all of us have sinned. And what it means to sin is that we've fallen short. We've not been perfect. We've missed the mark. We've rebelled against the Lord and gone our own way in some shape or form. And because of that, because we have sinned, We are now no longer in relationship, no longer in communion with the Lord because our God is a holy God. He is a perfect God. He cannot be in relationship, in communion with sin. And because all of us have sinned, we are therefore separated from the Lord. And we read in Romans 6, 23, that the wages of our sin is death. Meaning that because we have sinned, because we've gone our own way, we deserve to die. And that penalty is on us. Like, we have to pay it. And so, I Paul even addresses this in Romans 3. He refers back to Psalm 14. And he says, no one is righteous. Not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. Who? All have turned what? Away. <laughs> and because of that... All of us, y'all, he continues in verse 23, we have fallen short of God's glorious standard. Me, you, the person next to you, and the person you met in the grocery store yesterday. None of us are righteous, not even one. But what's so powerful is that it doesn't end there. (laughs) Friend, if you are having 
the thoughts today and you are believing the voice that you are not loved, that you are overlooked and you're not worth pursuing, I beg to differ and I want to declare this over your life in the name of Jesus. You are so loved that even though you are a sinner, even though you are not able to meet God's glorious standard on your own, God demonstrated his perfect love for you, Romans 5, 8, that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come and die for you, to come and pay that penalty that you were going to have to pay on your own. You were going to have to die to pay that debt. But he sent his one and only son to pay it for you so that by you believing in Jesus, you may have a forever relationship with God. You may be back in a friendship with the Lord. God loves you so much, my friend, that he would send his one and only son to come and die so that you could be in right relationship with him. You are worth pursuing with goodness and love. God, he loves you so much. It says in Ephesians 2 that you're his masterpiece, his workmanship. You are his poem. He created you in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for you to do. In Psalm 139, we read that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God's works are wonderful. And I know this full well. Every day of your life was written in his book before a single one of them came to be. Talk about loved. Talk about pursued. Talk about worth dying for. The king of the universe, the holy one, the great I am, the Lord almighty who is the same yesterday, today, and forever made you in his image, sees you worth pursuing and wanted a relationship with you forever so badly that he sent his one and only son to come and die so that he could be with you forever. He's jealous for you. So I rebuke that lie that you are not loved, that you are overlooked and you're not worth pursuing in the mighty name of Jesus because the Lord begs to differ and the love of the Lord proves otherwise because we read in Romans 8 that nothing in all of creation, neither height nor depth, angels nor demons, the past, the present, the future, none of your mistakes, no fear, no anxiety, nothing in all of creation could ever separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. When you put your faith in Jesus, my friend, you are sealed in his spirit. You belong to him and you've been given the right to become a child of God. And God loved you so much that he made a way for that to happen. Wow. And whenever you're aware of your position before the Lord without that free gift, talk about your appreciation and your humility, and your awe, and respect, and reverence towards the Lord, taking a deeper shift. I don't deserve to be in relationship with God. I could have never earned this place with him, seated in his presence, gazing upon his beauty, knowing him intimately, his spirit living in me. I don't deserve that. I deserve to die. I deserve to be forever separated from my creator, but because he's so kind and because he's so merciful, that doesn't have to be the end all be all. 
because he came, John 10, 10, to give us life and to give it abundantly. This is so powerful. In Romans 3, continuing in verse 27, Paul says, So can we boast then that we have done anything to be accepted by God? Of course not. No. Because it's based on our faith that we are made right with God. Not by obeying the law. Whenever we go to the Old Testament and we look at the commandments, we look at the law, we are given knowledge of our sin. In other words, we are simply made aware of how sinful we are and how we can't make our way back to God on our own. Because when I look at the commandments of the Lord, there's no way on earth that I could keep them all every single day, every second of my life on my own. So when I look to God's word, I'm reminded of how desperately I need Jesus. And it is only by grace through faith, Ephesians 2. And Paul says that I have been saved. It is the gift of God. It's not by my own work so I can boast about it, but it's freely given to me. Wow. I love in Romans 4, whenever Paul refers back to Psalm 32, 1 and 2, and it says, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. In Psalm 103, we read that as far as the east is from the west, so is it that the Lord has removed our sins from us. When Jesus came and lived the perfect life that none of us could live, he died the death that we deserve because the penalty of our sin is death, but he defeated it by rising from the grave. Friends, when we put our faith in Jesus, the Lord now sees us sealed in his spirit and he sees us as clean. He sees us as pure and white as snow. He sees us and forgives us. He sees us and our record of wrongs has been cleared. Again, not because of anything we could have done to earn it, but simply because we've put faith in the one who did the work on our behalf. In Romans 5, Paul says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into the place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. We confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory because of our faith, not because of our good works, not because we followed all the rules, but because of our faith. Who has brought us? Christ. We didn't bring ourselves. Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Not privilege we deserved, not privilege that we could earn. It's undeserved privilege where we now stand. When I think of standing, I think of a a confident posture. I can now stand in this privilege that has been given to me as I'm in awe of the one who gave it. And I confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Y'all, I put my boast in the hope of God. Why? Because this hope does not put me to shame. Faith, Hebrews 11.1, is being confident in what I hope for and certain about what I cannot see. And I am confident in the glory and in the truth and in the grace of my God. And this hope that I have in Him 
will not put me to shame. I want to just read this over you. Listen to how cool. Continuing in Romans 5 verse 6, Paul says, When we were utterly helpless, like going back to no one is righteous, not even one, like no one is deserving, not even one, all who, (laughs) all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory, When we're aware of that, when we are aware that without Jesus, without this gift of grace, we are utterly helpless in the presence of the Lord because the wrath of the Lord is real. And when we do not put our faith in Christ, we experience the wrath of God because of our sin, because of the death penalty, because our God is a holy and perfect God. But Jesus being the perfect sacrifice, he came and pleased the wrath of the Lord. He came and met the sacrifice requirement. He came and canceled our debt. He paid the penalty. That is why when we believe in Jesus and we're sealed in the spirit of the Lord, God sees us in our spirits, cry, Abba, Father, and we are identified as heirs of Christ. Heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. We are, we are seen as children of God. We've been given the right to be called children of God because we've received him as our Lord. And that is why, as we read in Psalm 32, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Because as far as the east is from the west, is so how he has moved our sins from us. We were utterly helpless, y'all. <laughs> But Christ came at just the right time and he died for us sinners. Wow. God demonstrated his perfect love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died with us so that our friendship with God could be made right. Our friendship with God was restored by the death of Jesus. And we can rejoice in that. We can have assurance in that. listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. I wanted to take a break in our show today to tell you about an online parenting event that you or someone you know definitely won't want to miss. We're living in strange and difficult days, wouldn't you say? And I think it's safe to say that parents feel the pressure to lead in their homes especially well right now. But wouldn't it be nice to feel the freedom to check that perfectionism at the door and become the perfectly imperfect parent God actually called you to be? It's time to sign up today for the Perfectly Imperfect Christian Parenting event that will be held on October 23rd through 24th. This completely digital event was designed to give parents the practical and spiritual help needed to grow as leaders in the home, and it's an easy and accessible digital format. With more than 40 available talks, you'll hear from amazing speakers like Aaron and Jamie Ivey, Mark Batterson, Jonathan Pitts, Nicole Zasowski, the Duck Dynasty Robertson family, and many, many more. Tickets are only $49, so we invite you or a parent that you love to register today for this digital Christian parenting event. Visit perfectlyimperfect.org to sign up today. Now, let's get back to today's show. So, continuing in Romans 5, 
Paul says God's law, this is going back to what we talked about a little bit earlier, that God's law, it was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. <laughs> like when we look at the law, we realize, wow, I cannot measure up on my own. But as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But get this, going into Romans chapter 6, Paul says, well then, should we keep on sinning? Should we keep on rebelling against God? Because should we keep on doing our own thing our own way so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Paul says, of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we live in it? And I want to share with y'all something that was on my heart. I don't keep living in what I have been set free from. I now live to bring honor and glory to the Lord because he is so worthy. I'm not living to bring glory to God and intentionally doing good works for the purpose of earning God's love or earning his approval, but rather from a place of knowing he has already approved of me and already loves me through Christ. So it's not for something, but it's from something. How incredible that it is only by Jesus that I can have abundant life. It is only by Jesus that I can experience the joy of the Lord that is strong. And I can walk in peace that surpasses all understanding. Like God says he will guard our heart and our mind in his peace that surpasses all understanding in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. Y'all, Jesus is our way. When we know the truth, we will be set free. And the truth, it is Jesus. By the power of Jesus, we live under the freedom of God's grace. Because I mentioned Romans 6.23 earlier. The first part of that verse says, For the wages of sin is death. But it continues to say, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Y'all, it's a free gift of life that cannot be stolen. We cannot be snatched from his hand. We cannot be shaken. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. How beautiful to know that he is... Like when you belong to him, you are surrounded in his shield of divine favor. And, and to know that Jesus did what I couldn't. He was enough whenever I couldn't be. And now I can rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Weary and burdened can consist of a lot of things. Weary from trying to measure up when we, we, we can't. We can't make our way back to the Lord on our own. Weary whenever we're walking in sin. We're walking in guilt. We're walking in shame. We're walking in regret. And it is heavy when we're walking in this unhealthy habit and pattern and cycle of life as we're conforming to the way of this world. And it's exhausting. Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and burdened. And he says, I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you, learn from me. For I am gentle and humble at heart. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
In the Lord, we lack no good thing. He leads us beside still and quiet waters. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He restores our soul. So this is really crazy. In Galatians 3, Paul says, let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Basically, he's saying, did you receive the Holy Spirit? Did you did you get saved by following all the rules? He says, of course not. You received the Spirit. You, you received the free gift of salvation because you believed the message you heard about Christ. Because of your faith. In Hebrews, we read that without faith, we cannot please God. So faith brings pleasure to the Lord. And Paul goes on to say, he says, Does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Because you do all of the right things? Because you have all of your boxes checked off? Of course not. It's because you believe the message you heard about Christ. He, he even calls out the people that he's writing. He says, after starting your new lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect on your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? So powerful. He continues on in verse 22. He says, but the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. And then in Galatians 4, Paul says, God sent him, Jesus, to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. God is such a good father. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God made you his heir. What is grace? It is the free gift of God's favor and kindness to us that we don't deserve. We deserve to die because of our sin. We deserve to die because we haven't met the perfect standard of the Lord. But God, who is rich in mercy, mighty to save, <laughs> he so loved the world and he so jealously and desperately wants a relationship with you. He made you to be in relationship with him, that he sent his one and only son, so that if we have faith in Jesus, if we believe in our hearts and declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, he is who he says he is, and he, he did what he says he did, he came, lived the perfect life, died a death on a cross, was buried in a tomb and rose three days later, defeating death, hell, and the grave, defeating sin, so that if we believe in him, we have eternal life. Friend, this is the best news ever, and it's personal news. It's intimate news that I can't help but share with you. I love you so much, and I just I pray that this brings clarity to what grace is because in the in the Christian world and Christian terms we hear grace all the time but I don't know why it was just on my heart to really call out and define what grace is and I pray that it just practically encourages you wherever you're at in your walk with the Lord because grace is the free gift of God that we can't deserve, we can't earn, but by this grace, by this gift, through our faith in Jesus, we have eternal life. We have a relationship with him. 
And like Paul said, if grace abounds, that doesn't mean we keep sinning so grace can keep abounding. No, whenever I, again, am aware of my posture before the Lord and I'm aware of how kind he has been to me, I now can't help but go and do the good works he prepared in advance for me to do. I now cannot help but go and live out this grace that is so sufficient for me. It compels me to bring glory to the Lord. It compels me to boast in the Lord because I am set free from the power of sin. I'm set free from the very thing that separated me from my creator. And now because he was so kind, he didn't have to, but he did. I now get to know him intimately and make him known. Wow. Friend, this is the gospel. (laughs) This is the gospel. This is the hope that we have. And in this hope, I'm not put to shame. In this hope, you will not be put to shame. Wow. Friend, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I pray blessings over you today. And this is so simple, but it, oh, it's so powerful. And if you want to go read more on it, I literally just walked through the first part of Ephesians 2, Galatians 3 and 4, and Romans 5 through 8. And so if you want to go and read more into it, go and do it. But I pray that it encouraged you today. Y'all mean so much to me. I love you. Don't forget how special you are. (laughs) Y'all have a great day. blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.